I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Join me. And together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. to the show uh 1107 7 after 11 mark aram here you there it's the mark aram show monday through friday 10 to midnight on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb johnny kielbasa coming up in a half hour the fast food review on this movie monday we're discussing obviously star wars we haven't had any star wars calls except for jovina moore admitting she had never seen star wars which is unfathomable first chink in the armor ted Little movie quote there from yeah, no, nothing. I can't, I can't believe she has never seen Star first Wars. chink in the armor, Ted. <laughs> something about marrying. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, yeah, I can't believe she's never seen that. How about this? Has anyone never seen the Star Wars? Any of the Star Wars movies? I'd love to hear from you. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. We're discussing the curious case of Victor Hill, head scratching story out of Gwinnett County. Uh, allegedly accidentally shoots a woman who's in critical condition and because he's sheriff can be uncooperative at the scene and just leave without being detained, arrested, nothing. Head scratcher. I don't get it. The only person that could arrest the sheriff is the freaking medical examiner. Weird, wacky stuff. Uh, so head scratching uh, on this movie Monday. What movies, what scenes, what has had you scratching your head? In movie history, 404-872-0750-1800, WSB Talk. It's the birthday girl. She's in Pennsylvania. She is Meg. How are you? Happy birthday, Meg. Oh, thank you. Please, Mark. Welks, and, buddy. And hello, everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, first of all, I, I do have two head scratchers. Okay. Um, the one I did see, a boyfriend took me to see the first Star Wars, and it was at a drive-in. And the second one I saw was really stupid. It was Jar Empire Jar, Strikes Back? Jar Jar Binks. I don't oh, no, no. Those were, yeah. We don't even talk about those. Well, those uh, aren't well, considered Star like, Wars. Well, I like the drag races better than that. I <laughs> the drag <laughs> races. I do. Yeah, the drag races were nice. Yeah, I, well, okay. Um, the the head scratchers are, um, well, the first one, I love Tarantino, but Pulp Fiction, I have to watch that again this week sometime, because the way it bounces back and forth. Yeah, the, t- the time, I can understand that. Someone from Pennsylvania not understanding the... <laughs> Oh, the timing there. jumps there, but <laughs> I, that's a really I love is that, Pulp Fiction. Is that that's a you, Longoria. We that is me. Him. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> yeah, how can we can we discuss your age, Meg? How old are you? <laughs> old enough not to tell. Okay, good enough. That's fair enough, my and, friend. Uh, the second one was um, it's called The Legacy. It it was a good movie. Catherine Ross and Sam Elliott. Um, they're from California and they travel to England for a job. And they have a car accident and are taken to an English estate in the countryside where several other guests are there. 
Roger Daltrey is in there too. Sounds like a thriller. They stop. Well, yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Rosemary's Baby. It was spooky, but that, yeah, spooky's no I, good. I love those kind of movies. Hey, um, what do you want for your birthday, Meg? Well, I got, um, I bought myself some CDs, and my other brothers got me some CDs, and I'm going to no eight tracks, <laughs> no no cassette tapes. Smack them again, would you please? <laughs> I'm going to have Longoria uh, Snapchat you a picture for your birthday. How's that? <laughs> That's nice. All right. <laughs> Happy birthday, Meg. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Bye. Take care, dear. 404. Get on that, Longoria. I will. I will. Snapchat. 872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. Lord loves the working man. Don't trust Whitey. See a doctor and get rid of it. Manville Johnson joins us in Athens, Georgia. Hello, Manville. Hey, 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 Mr. Barg, everybody, how you doing? What's going on, sir? We missed you. Uh, yeah, been working pretty hard here lately. Understood. Lord, hey, Lord, uh, Lord loves working, man, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, let me see. Uh, I love Star Wars, all of them. I think the newer ones have better fight scenes than the older ones because, you know, the older ones. Special I effects, mean, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like the special effects stuff. Uh, two movies that I think were just like really weird type things, but you know, I still like them was, uh, Old Brother Where Art Thou? Love that movie. And The Big Lebowski. Also love that movie. Here's a, here's a question. Here's a head scratcher from Star Wars. You remember when, um, Darth, uh, spoiler alert, you remember when Darth Vader kills Obi-Wan? Yeah. And then Obi-Wan's body just disappears? Yeah. Into the, into the robe, the bathrobe right. he was wearing? What what happened there? How does that happen? <laughs> that that they never explained that, <laughs> right? Well, apparently, apparently the force was so strong with Obi Wan that you couldn't really kill him. You could just you know incinerate his body and then he come back alive with Yoda and all the other ones. Jedi's just disappear when you kill him. Is that is that yeah, the deal? That yeah. that was a head scratcher for but, me. But, in that. but you had to be you know what I'm saying. You had to be like. With the force, like you had to be at like force level fifty in order to have that. To happen. <laughs> is that is that how they rank them? Force level fifty. <laughs> you know all the metachlorians they were talking about. Yeah, the metachlorians, exactly. <laughs> Manville, thanks for joining us, brother. Hi, right, man. Take care. Go see a doctor. Get it fixed. Get rid of it. Cameron's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Cam. How you doing? How you doing? Excellent. What's uh, cooking? My head scratcher is actually the Phantom Menace. Okay. Um, it's made of four. If you sit back and you really watch that movie, which can be painful, mm -hmm. but if you sit back and really watch that movie, it makes so little sense. And there's all these little offensive things that come poking out. So you have the queen. They spend the first two thirds of the movie trying to get her off the planet. And then they spend the last third of the movie trying to get her back on the planet. That's not ever even really explained. But they keep trying to get her off the planet because she's supposed to sign this treaty. The treaty, yeah. Well, if she signs the treaty, there's no war, and Palpatine's whole plan falls apart right there on the spot. That's Correct. the point of a treaty. So that never really made any sense. I rewatched it with my kids recently, and I'm watching the shop scene, and uh, and when he's trying to do the force trick on the uh, on the uh, on the flying thing to, mm -hmm. uh, to get him to part. Are you I'm gonna like, Are you gonna make me rewatch that crappy movie? <laughs> I'm not trying to make you rewatch it. It's I think it sounds like you're making me want to rewatch that. You're gonna, I'm gonna have to rewatch that crappy movie. So <laughs> they're doing that scene, and and the force will not work on this guy. And he says, "Hey, you know, I'm a Tridarian. I love money so much." And I'm sitting here watching it. And I'm like, "Man, 
Lucas, you're a jerk. So you're saying a guy with a big nose left money so much. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's kind of rude. That was that was a little, uh, yeah, that was a little off-putting. You know the scene? I never saw it. The the guy that was that the young Anakin Skywalker Mm -hmm. was working for that flew around in a big nose and he had like a Jewish accent. Oh yeah, it was kind of messed up, but whatever. That movie sucked anyway. Marco's in Lilburn. Marco, welcome to the program, buddy. Hey, Mark, what's up? How are you, sir? Good. Uh, yeah, I guess for a woman, I could see that not watching any Star Wars for us. A guy called in and said that. <laughs> we'll, we'll let it, you know, we'll give Jovita a pass, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have her over the house this Saturday, and we're going to watch all of them. <laughs> uh, the one, uh, the Star Wars, you know, it took me a while to see the, the next three, uh, after seeing the first three, um, because I didn't think they were going to be good, but yeah, the, the best part I like of the, uh, I think it was the Phantom Venice, the first one, uh, when Yoda was going to fight, uh, I love how he just pulled his robe uh, with his left hand, and then the uh, uh, the Easy. lightsaber just jumps to his hand. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's just, there, the spe- just listen. There's no doubt the special effects in the newer ones are better, um, mm-hmm. but that, I mean. The, those movies just stank. The, there's no, the 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 three prequels were just awful. I'm hoping the next one that goes back and revisits the the characters. I have I have confidence that it'll be better because uh, those first the three prequels were just. Ugh. Alan's in Atlanta. Alan, welcome to the program. Hey there, for uh, I got a couple of them for you. Go ahead, brother. Uh, I sat there one night. And I said, "What am I gonna watch?" I turned on this movie. It's called The American Astronaut. Never heard of it. What was it about? It, An astronaut, I I'm assuming. Out. <laughs> no, it's actually not. It, trust me, just for the bathroom scene, it's worth watching this movie. Okay. And then the second one, try to Google American Astronaut and actually have a small clip of the bathroom dance scene. It gives you a new respect for going into public restrooms after that thing. And then the other one was The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I never saw that either. I've heard of that one, though. 42? That was the whole purpose of this movie, was the number 42. Okay. It just, it just, but honestly, you've got to watch the clip for the American astronaut. It is, it's, it's about four minutes long, and you'll just go, I cannot believe it. <laughs> well, I'm not, no, I'm not going to watch it now, Alan. Oh, it's, it's only like four <laughs> minutes long. You know, go home and watch just the bathroom scene. You know, they have a, uh, a YouTube video of it. Okay. Longoria, long. find me the bathroom scene of that movie, please. I'll watch it during the break. Sure. Glenn's right in McDonough. It. Glenn, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Well, I definitely got one for Sheriff Walking Tall. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> Little Man. It fits him to it. Little Man Tate? That's it. Yeah, I like that movie. That was a good movie. You yeah, remember that? And, and and the craziest movie ever, which I'd watch it again right now if I had it, is Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Longoria, you ever see Pootie Tang? I did. I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> yeah. It's a crazy movie, but we'd all watch it again. Pootie Tang. Put it down. I, I just like saying that. Thanks, Glenn. Pootie oh, that was a good movie. Tang. Pootie Scott's in Douglasville. Scott, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? What up, brother? Oh, everything's okay. Okay, I have an entire head-scratching film, and it's The Naked Lunch. I think it was based on a William S. Burroughs novel. I watched that movie twice, and I still don't understand what's going on. I think I've seen that. What was it about? Refresh my memory. 
it had something to do with these creatures called mugwumps and this powder like that was a narcotic and a guy who was a writer. Peter Weller played the main character. The guy plays RoboCop with the old RoboCop. Here it is. After developing an addiction to the substance he uses to kill bugs, an exterminator accidentally murders his wife and becomes involved in a secret program government plot being orchestrated by giant bugs in the poor town of North Africa. Yeah, something like that. That was weird. I didn't get it. <laughs> I, I have never seen that, um, and I don't get it either. So, okay, I'm with you on that. I have a head-scratching ending for a movie. Okay. The, um, Stanley Kubrick version of The Shining, where at the end you see uh, Jack Torrance, Jack Nicholson's character, back in the party from, what, the 1930s or 40s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they saying that he was already there, or, or what was going on? That's a good question. I'll Google that, or maybe someone will know. What what was the deal with that at the end of The Shining when uh, you, you go back to the old school party? That's a good question. I've forgotten about that. I can't believe how easy you picked this soundtrack. <laughs> I'm, like, mad at you that Why we actually have mad? to give a... Pr- I, na- I, I nailed this soundtrack on two notes. <laughs> okay. And we're actually giving a prize away today for this. All right, Zane, Nancy, Monty, Bill, Doug, David, Trevin, Jason, hang tight. You're next. 404-872-0750 on the Twitter at Mark Aram. Movie Monday with a very easy soundtrack courtesy of Longoria. This is the Mark Aram Show. He told me you killed him. No. I am the father. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show on this Movie Monday. We have so much to get to and not enough time, so let's bang out some calls. Zane in Smyrna. Zane, welcome to the program, my friend. Hey, Mark. I've got a few for you. Go ahead. All right. So, Head Scratcher movie, The Baron of Munchison had Robin Williams. Yeah, in. yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a favorite Star Wars character. Okay. Qui-Gon Jinn in The Phantom Menace. Which one was that? He was played by Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. that's I like Liam I'll Neeson. I'll tell you... I'll tell you that Anakin was the most influential character out the whole movies, but he wouldn't have even become a Jedi if it wasn't for Qui-Gon Jinn. You're exactly right. I, that was one thing I did like uh, was Liam. I like Liam, Liam Neeson. I like Natalie Portman. They were they were they were positives. And Yoda was cool. I mean, eh, there was there were a couple of good things about the first three movies, but I'm not watching <laughs> them again. I'm just gonna pretend they never happened. Doug's in May Red, a Dougie boy. Welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing this evening? What's going on, sir? Well, I agree about Phantom Menace. I'm only really concerned right now about Disney taking over the uh, whole Star Wars group. Is they going to turn it into a musical or an ice show? No, J.J. Abrams is directing it, so I don't think he'll let that happen. Oh, one thing really quickly. You mentioned earlier about Raiders of the Lost Ark. You mentioned the captain on the boat, on the ship. Yes. Actor, his name is George Harris. Uh, He played years ago in a a, a movie with uh, Christopher Walken called Dogs of War. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then more recently, people forget that he actually played, uh, played the Wizard Kingsley Shackleboat on the Harry Potter series. See, I've never seen the Harry Potter. Ah, well. Well, that's something I do. I do one day, when I have kids, I'll watch Harry Potter. In the time being, I will not watch it. It'll be kind of weird if you watch it. Yeah, they have no reason to right now. Nancy's in Smyrna. Nancy, have you ever seen Harry Potter? Um, yeah, I've seen Harry Potter, but I never saw Star Wars. What? Never. Never Nance. saw Star Wars. Just really wasn't interested in it. And I had always liked John Travolta. I'd always thought the world government and always liked him. And <clears throat> my friend's young daughter 
had the, the movie, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> luckily I was watching it by myself, but I have never seen so much filth in my life. It's a filthy... Yeah, that's not the I best never, movie to watch. <laughs> in fact, I, you know, it, they blatantly had uh, 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 the sodomy on the screen. The gimp. <laughs> the I, gimp. No one wants to be the gimp, yeah. Nancy. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, you should have called me before me, that. I don't know what you mean by that. The gimp? No, I mean I don't know what you're. Refer- I don't know how you're referring to it. Do you remember? You remember that scene that you're referring to? Yeah. And they had the 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 guy in a box with the mask on. Uh, and all the leather on him. He, had, he was wearing leather and he had a mask on. They and he was on. I a, don't. I don't really. Go, go watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no, no. Anyway, I'm surprised they didn't. The warn headline you about of that, that movie is "You Never Want to Be the Gimp." Oh, well, but, I, but listen, I, maybe I we should do. I just told them never to let the, their daughters see that. Yeah, movie no, again. absolutely not. Well, here's we should do a field trip and get everyone that hasn't seen Star Wars together rent out a movie theater. <laughs> I thought you're gonna say Pulp Fiction? No, no, no. Was it really that good? Star I, Wars? I, I thought I don't know. It's, it's yeah, it's better a, than Pulp Fiction. It's a cultural must, and there's no worries. There are no Pulp Fiction worries in Star Wars. Was it anything like that? The, the darling picture with um, oh, the little Barrymore girl. Uh, um, um, E.T. E.T.? E.T.? No, nothing like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> there is no gimp in E.T. or Star Wars, though. <laughs> well, now you've... I mean, I don't know if I've been insulted or not. No, I, Nancy, I love you. I would never insult you. But the, no, but that was a filthy movie, and I, it changed my opinion of John, <laughs> you know, Travolta. Yeah, he wasn't in that scene, though. The, oh, no. No. No, but I mean, the, the fact that the scene was so blatant, yeah. well, I, it just shocked me. Pork chops taste good. It Bacon tastes me. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Nance. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I promise you, I am not insulting you. Yeah. Okay. But for everyone listening out there, never want to be the gimp. That's the, the headline of this program. All right, we're going to come back. Johnny Cabasa, my brother, and your calls. Hmm. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Movie Monday. This is The Mark Aram Show. Crazy for I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 at AM 750. WSB, depend on it. It's an odd combo, Longoria. Welcome back, Movie Monday. Mark Aaron, Low T. Chuck, Longoria here with you till midnight. Johnny Cabasa coming up. My brother's coming up. Um, but you guys didn't notice. Like, how skinny do I look right now? I'm wearing my skinny shirt. Look pretty good. Like, this shirt makes me look like I'm 170 pounds. I love this shirt. I'd wear this shirt every day if I could. Don't I look skinny in this shirt? Yeah, it's very slimming. Longoria, you're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it? It's like an optical illusion. <laughs> it's probably because of dark color. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I've worn dark shirts. I think it's the fabric. Maybe. Like, this is my skinny shirt. I'm going to tweet a picture of uh, me in the skinny shirt yeah, coming up should. a little bit. Uh, Movie Monday. We're discussing, obviously, Star Wars. Uh, may the 4th be with you. And uh, the Victor Hill scenario, uh, a head-scratcher. That's a, It's a head-scratching story. So we're talking about head-scratching movies. What movies just left you scratching your head? Uh, Brett in Bold Springs always goes to the front of the line. Brett, welcome to the program, my friend. Priest. Welks, brother. Hey, man. Uh, okay, really messed up head scratch movie. It's called Enter the Void. 
by Gasper No. And uh, if you ever get a chance to watch it. What's it rated? Uh, it's actually probably not rated because there's some... <laughs> About a U.S. drug dealer living in Tokyo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's actually got like some... I, I guess you call it hardcore pornography at the end. Whoa! But, I mean, it, it, it's, Nancy, do not watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, Nancy, yeah, yeah. Don't, do not don't, watch. No matter what somebody tells you. <laughs> Is there a um, gimp in there, Brett? Is there a gimp? <laughs> yeah, there's like a, a parade of them. Um, a parade of them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I really think there is. Um, but like, it, it's necessary for the movie. But at the end, you're just like, if you can make it through it, it's it's really something. All right, once again, Nancy, do not watch this movie. Uh, all right, listen, clarify uh, the movie we were talking about earlier. Oh, Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's okay. Ladder. So what, do you, right. what do you know about this? All right, so the, the premise of the movie is he gets shot in Vietnam, and the whole movie he's just dying, and he's fighting death. Okay. And that's why all this bad stuff's happening. He, it's not like he's in purgatory or anything. He's just fighting his own death. He won't accept it. So he's like basically going through hell before he, he gives up and, and lets go. So all that movie with Macaulay Culkin as his kid and he's the postal worker and he's married to the hot Mexican girl, no offense, Longoria. Like that never, that's all in his mind. It's just made up. Well, no, like he was he was uh, married and a postal worker before yeah. he goes to Nam. But, like, the stuff with the Mexican wife and stuff, none of that ever happened. What about the, the mind-altering drug angle well, of that movie? Well, that that was, according, you know, to the script, that was actually how, how they all got killed. They all went nuts because they had this drug. The okay, so that really that. happened. Yeah, but, the like, all the hallucinations and stuff, it was, like, intermixing, uh, you know, his life with, with hell and, uh, you know, gotcha. let it go. All right. Brett, preach, buddy. Don't ever be a gimp, my friend. All right. No problem. All right. Later. See you, buddy. Uh, Trevin in Roswell. Trevin, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, hey guys. What up, T-Bone Pickens? I'm all right. <laughs> um, I guess Nancy has some repressed memories. <laughs> Listen, leave Nancy alone. She didn't know what she was uh, getting into with Pulp Fiction. If it took Pulp Fiction to change her opinion of John Travolta, I'm the, she shouldn't be reading the tabloids or anything because then she's really good. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. Don't pick up the National Enquirer either. Um, I got a hair scratcher, and it's also about my favorite Star Wars character. Okay, Turn of the Jedi. All right. How did the you know son of the guy who all the clones were cloned after the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy get killed by some you know desert monster getting swallowed? I guess. Oh, Boba Fett's I, death. I gotta believe Boba Fett's more resourceful than that. Well, there, I've, and, uh, there's rumors on the internet that they're gonna do a whole Boba Fett movie talking about. Well, I'm hoping that Disney takes over this and retcons that death into you know maybe <laughs> he used one of those little blade things on his wrist to you know cut through the monsters got out of there take his way out of the sand and next thing you know it just pops up in the desert or something it's possible but i but the the, the boba fett movie is supposed to be about how he became boba fett and the rise of the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy hopefully we get a third generation greatest bounty hunter yeah at line well i mean there's a million boba fett's the whole clone the whole army's boba fett's you know they're jingo fett I'm just talking about Boba. And, uh, yeah, because that's the dad, right? Jingo was the clone. And Boba, or yes. did Boba keep him as the son? He kept one. That's why Boba is. 
Yeah, you're right. You're, yeah. See, I, 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 don't know. I sort of wrote off all those prequels, so yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, no, I think there's like a million Boba Fetts walking around. That might be. Yeah, so maybe one will rise to the cre- the top and become the ultimate Boba oh, Fett. That's my favorite one, and that's my head scratcher. Besides, I'm still scratching my head on why they made Caddyshack 2. <laughs> that's a great, good call on that. Why the hell did they make Caddyshack 2? 404-872-0750-1800, WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kielbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm covered with cheese, and I am to please. I'm wrapped in bacon, and I'm here for the taking. And Mark, traveling through hyperspace ain't like dust and crops, boy. <laughs> precise calculations, we could fly right through a star or bounce too close to a supernova, and it would end our trip real quick, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, boy. Yeah, Han Solo. For the, record, the clones are Jenga Fets, not Boba Fett. Boba is a clone himself. Correct. Yeah. Right. He was trying to figure that out. I don't know if he actually figured it out. So, but Boba Fett was the kid, which was a clone, right? Right. Well, yeah. So Jenga said, "Okay, you can clone me as many as times as you want." To. But I want one as a kid. There was one that I could. So have genetically, they're all Boba Fett's, though. I mean, genetically. No, they're all Jenga Fett. Which are all Boba well, Fett's? They're all well, one and the okay. same. Um, yeah, if you're going to do algebra and then <laughs> figure it out through there, I guess they're all Boba Fett's, but they're all really Jenga Fett. All right, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. What do you got cooking for us, buddy? Right. <laughs> I got three burners going for you, Mark. Oh, nice. So, in case you forgot, last last weekend we were talking about uh, Dairy Queen having the $5 boxes, $5 mm-hmm. uh, lunch menus. Correct. Well, they're not the only kid in town that's got the $5 thing going on. KFC's got their own $5 deals that I think's worth mentioning. They call it the $5 fill-ups. They, so and I've seen not- these. I've seen commercials for these. These are impressive little boxes. Right. Now, unlike... GQ, where you're getting a uh, you're getting a Sunday with your drink and fries. They're going to give you a biscuit and a cookie. So <laughs> they've got different things. Yeah, I like the way you said that. <laughs> they're going to give you a biscuit and a cookie. Right. GQ's giving you a Sunday. They're giving you a biscuit and a cookie. They've got a couple different options: popcorn nuggets, obviously, with the little mashed potatoes and gravy, biscuit, drink, cookie, or three-piece tenders, biscuit, drink, cookie. Or a famous bowl, which just has a cookie with it. So, or, or a breast. You know, it's funny how breasts are the, uh, I don't know, the gold of the chicken. I mean, you can get three thighs for the price of one yeah. breast. Yeah, they literally will give you a bucket of thighs and, and wings if you ask them nicely. Right, and I'm a dark meat man, man. I mean, oh, I, we all know that, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that, my friend. Right. So, yeah, so for the five bucks, you can get... Two-piece drum and thigh for the same price as one breast. Yeah. I don't know where the calculus works out on that. But anyway, $5 fill-up, you can't beat it. You can't go to McDonald's and get that sort of menu. Hell no. Five bucks, that's a hell of a, that's a, hell of a deal. And you get a biscuit yep. and a cookie. Right. And KFC <laughs> continues to do anything they can to get your $5 for lunch. Johnny, do you mind if we cross streams for a second? No, not at all. Go all right. ahead. Hold on. Well, uh, joining us from Seattle, Washington... Uh, he is the, uh, the, the smarter, funnier, better-looking Aram. He is Richard Aram. He joins us on the Mark Richard Aram Show. Richard Aram. Oh, my God. It's an honor. It, it, it is an honor as, for me as well, sir. Johnny Kilbasa. What's the fast food scene like out in Seattle, Rich? 
Well, let's see. I, I tell you what we got everywhere out here are the Jack in the Box. You got a Jack in the Box on every corner out here. I freaking uh, love Jack in the oh, Box. That's the best. Yeah. You can get uh, anything. Yeah. Literally, that's the biggest menu in fast food. They make Sonic look like a mom and pop op- op- uh, operation. You can get tacos. You can get breakfast. You can get burgers. You can get chicken. You, it's amazing. Jack in the Box. Egg rolls. Egg rolls. You can get freaking egg rolls. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And some of them yeah. they have paired with a 7-Eleven. You got your 7-Eleven Jack in the Box. Yeah. That's like that's, that's like the promised land. That's heaven. That's yeah. Palestine. <laughs> Next, I, I thought that there were so many hipster food trucks out in Seattle that you can't even have room for a fast food <laughs> joint anymore. I, I'll be honest with you. There's not a lot of fast food in Seattle proper that I that I see. There's we got we got the food trucks for sure. Yeah. You go out to the Burbs though. The Burbs has plenty of uh, the Jack in the Box. Oh, yeah. and, what, uh, no no Chick-fil-A out there, though, right? No Chick-fil-A in Seattle? Well, I'll tell you something, actually. They did open a Chick-fil-A in Bellevue, which is on uh, the other side of Lake Washington where I work. Yeah. And ever since they've opened that up, the traffic getting off the highway, I have to take an alternate route to work. No it's kidding. Two weeks. Insane. They, had, they did some offer for the first hundred people, some kind of free chicken for life or something. Yeah. Where they were camped out. <laughs> in free tents. chicken for life. That's a in jo- Bellevue, that's where Microsoft is. So this is like, you know, yeah. a lot of Microsoft uh, tech people here and all in this Chick-fil-A across the street from Whole Foods. Johnny, does that and, surprise you that Chick-fil-A is, is booming like that in, uh, in, in the, on the West Coast? No, it doesn't because Chick-fil-A can uh, still get by without looking like a normal fast food company because they don't serve ground beef. So it'll work out there. It'll work, yeah. But you know what won't work out there? What's that? Running the ball on first and goal in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to work. <laughs> oh, Johnny. All right, so listen, Rich, I had you on because Johnny uh, heard about the movie you're making, and he wanted to, to donate to the, the film cause, so I wanted to get you on he during... During Johnny's uh, segment here. So, again, if you're just joining us, my brother is an actor and now becoming a filmmaker, and he's trying to raise money for his uh, for his for his film. So, how can folks donate, Rich? What's the deal with this? Well, we're we're doing an Indiegogo campaign. So, on Indiegogo.com, the movie is called "So I Was Wondering." Dot 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 with an ellipsis at the end. So mm-hmm. I was wondering. So, on the Indiegogo. Uh, page you can go to so i was wondering we have a facebook page so i was wondering we got a twitter so i was wondering and i got links to the indiegogo and all those places and you're, you're, uh, you're the the, the fundraising is end is ending soon right i think 50 something hours left oh really all right it was 45 days and we're down to 50 hours or 50 so here's what i want like you to that. do there banana i want you to mm-hmm. tweet out uh, how people can donate and then i'll retweet it to my listeners so they can get on board and and help you become an award-winning filmmaker all right, that would be and then when you win it at Con Film Festival, you can fly everyone out for Jack in the Box and Chick Fil A in Seattle. I will. I think. I think in the French Riviera, they definitely are banging out the Jack in the Box. I love Jack in the Box. God, now I'm starving. I was not hungry till like three, one up here, three Mark. minutes ago. I would love a Jack in the Box here, Johnny. Can you make that happen? Um, as long as it's more than one day's drive from the Jack in the Box uh, headquarters, I don't think it's going it, to going to be able to happen but as long if, if we start putting patties on jet express planes then it can happen. <laughs> we can make that happen you, cox has three private jets anywhere in the state of washington that's been killing me what's that i looked it up it's not really fast food but i looked it up the closest ones in montana 
And that's a Cracker Barrel. You know I love a good Cracker there's, Barrel. There's no Cracker Barrels in Washington? No Cracker Barrel in Washington. I don't think there's any in Oregon. I looked it up. I got to go to, like, Missoula, Montana. Oh, Low-T Chuck, was there, did you ever go to the Cracker Barrel in Missoula? Oh, hell yeah. All the time. Man, that's a, that's a long drive from Seattle, Missoula, just for some uh, biscuits and gravy. You know, just for some old-timey candy and uh, <laughs> that, yeah, soda. that darn apple butter you can find. You apple butter I mean? is the tits, for sure. A All lot right. of crackers, no cracker barrels. So listen, yeah, so listen, Rich, tweet that out. I'll tweet it out, um, and we'll, get, we'll, we'll finish this fundraising campaign. Johnny Kielbasa is on board. He's going to be a major donator. So Blank checks Johnny in the mail, Richie. All right. Uh, he is Richie Aram. He is Johnny Kielbasa. Both brothers, but from different mothers. <laughs> Johnny, Thank we you. appreciate you as always, and if the cholesterol is high, Richie Soma, follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa. At Johnny Kobasa. And how can folks donate to your film again, Rich? Uh, so I was wondering on Indiegogo.com. Indiegogo.com. So I was wondering. Is there a gimp in this in this movie? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> for the price, uh, for the right price, right. Rich might write a gimp into the into the movie. All right, gentlemen, always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, see ya, brah. Well, actually, it should be see ya, bros, because there's two bros there. All right, we have no time left. Do you mind? Do you think we could blow off Kill Me and Friends and work to, to go to one a.m.? Sure, why not? Chuck's like hell no. Spurs are done. I'm. I don't have nothing. To do All right, if that. you know the movie soundtrack, which if you don't, I'm embarrassed for you. Call now <laughs> yeah. for the prize pack four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. We're gonna come back do a little Herman Cain rapid fire with the calls, and we'll wrap this puppy up. This is the Mark Aram Show. This is it, boys. Red leader, this is gold leader. I copy gold leader. Returning for the target shaft now. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Wrap it up on this movie Monday. Can I get the uh, Breaking Hector news sounder here? Longoria, is that possible? I have breaking news via Facebook. Where is Hector? Austin on Facebook says there are two jack-in-the-box over the state line in South Carolina on I-85. Road trip. Road trip. Hells yeah. yeah Drunk or chilling. You coming? <laughs> I love Jack and the Crack. Uh, Chuck, do we have a, a, a guess on the soundtrack? No. <laughs> you can't be mad at me if no one guessed that. Dude. I Because well, everyone assumed everyone else was going to call in. All right, real quick. <laughs> David, you got 15 seconds, my friend. Welcome to the program. Hey, brother. Thank you very much. All-time head scratcher for me, The Matrix. Had my kids explain it to me. I still don't get it. <laughs> the first one? Yes. Wow. All right. Now, I understand the third one. and The second and third might have been a little... First one's pretty self explained Well, I guess not. I mean, well, well, I didn't hear what he said. The Matrix. He said oh, that he, yeah. didn't, he didn't get it. Mm. I understood the first one perfectly. There were some things in the second and third. I'm like, what? What the hell's going on? Bill and Buckhead. Bill, always a head scratcher. How are you, sir? Hey, my man. Hey, listen. Star Wars, an amazing... Uh, cha- it changed pictures. Uh, the actors, by the way, in lieu of salary, took a percentage of whatever that would do because they were young in their careers. As far as movie endings, uh, Once Upon a Time in America, Sergio Leone with Robert De Niro about early crime. Love that uh, flick. Oh, man. but And there was a short and long version, but the ending, I don't know. And then a, a film called <laughs> Memento with Guy Pearce. Yeah, that, that, that's one of the all-time head scratchers. Thanks for the call, Bill. Uh, Johnny Logoville's got a movie guest. Johnny, what's the soundtrack? Of course it is. All right. I, I nailed that thing two notes into the first song. <laughs> Johnny, congratulations, buddy. You've won a $25 prize pack of taste tickets to the Taste of Alpharetta happening this Thursday night in downtown Alpharetta. How about that? 
All right. Well, thank you. All right. Hang on the line, Johnny. Coal miner's daughter was so obvious. I know. AJ in Norcross. AJ, what up, brother? Hey, man. I love the show. I'm driving on 25, traveling light speed. Star Wars <laughs> was the first movie I ever saw. I was six years old. It was the bomb, man. It's the bomb today. Always will be the bomb. My head-scratching movie, real quick, is Children of the Corn. Oh, How man. How in the world does an 80s version of Eddie Munster <laughs> and Carrot Top end up killing a whole town? I don't get it. That was a, that's an awful film. Thanks for the call, AJ. Line 7, I don't have your name, but you are on the air. How are you? Hi, how are you? What's your name? Megan. Hey, Megan, what's up? I don't have a head scratcher, but I did want to throw out there, though it is Star Wars Day, it is also International Firefighters Day. So I had no idea. Yes, yeah, so just to shout out to all the firefighters out there that are away from their families for 24 hours at a time and running into burning buildings and all of those. What a perfect way. To, uh, our bravest, the bravest folks out there, the firefighters. Uh, thank you for for tipping that off, Megan. I, I did not. I blame Chuck, who is the executive producer of the show. Yeah, I would have done a fire movie. <laughs> yeah, we would have done daughter. Backdraft. We would have yeah, done a whole movie. So many more firefighters. So apologies on behalf of Low T Chuck, Megan. Understood. All right, and thanks to all the firefighters out there for for doing an amazing job. You are the bravest. All right, um, on Twitter, Mark Aram. On Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. On Instagram, Mark Aram. I'm going to tweet out the link to my brother's movie. Please donate if you can. Drunker Chilling wearing glasses is going to take over now (laughs) uh, and play Kill Meet and Friends for you. In the meantime, go to sleep a little bit. Oh, star of the show. It's me. I'm going to sleep. (laughs) No, Nancy. Nancy, star of the show. Mark it down with the gift. Nancy. All right, now go to sleep. Never. I'll never turn to the dark side.